right, man. What's up, everybody? This is the triplet podcast, you know? <laughs> Somebody going to have to pick Troy, and someone going to have to pick Troy. Michael Irvin and Emmett. So you Troy, right? I'll be Troy. i go with Troy. <laughs> All right, you the playmaker, Law. I'll be Emmett. Oh, okay. Okay, you Emmett. Okay, you going to keep everything consistent. You outlived us all, man. <laughs> hey, that, that little intro was like the slowest music I ever heard ever <laughs> on my one of my intros. <laughs> It's that whole elevator music, man. Man, uh, this is what we do here, Cowboy Nation and everybody that's listening. Uh, there will be no final word for a couple of weeks. We just sitting back or what have you and refreshing. But y'all know, with me, there's a certain theme that I got going, and it's... No days off! <laughs> <laughs> no! No days off, man. So uh, I got my guy, Jay Tuck, and CFT, Mr. Raw, man. Any one of you guys want to say something before we get going? Yeah, what's going on, Cowboys Nation? Man, I'm happy to be back. I've been on vacation. I've been outside the country for the past month. So happy to be back, get back to it. I got my brothers here with me. It's a perfect start, man, getting ready for this NFL season. What's going on, everybody in the chat? What's up, Dwayne? Yeah, yeah. man. Um, look, appreciate you having me um you know what i'm saying uh -huh. my brother jay tuck that's my tag team champion you know what i'm saying okay. we, be, <laughs> we be dominating on the, on, the, on, the, on the channels every time we come out but yeah man i appreciate you bringing me on i know everybody you know it's the dead time of the year so they don't think it's nothing to talk about but it's always something to talk about with the cowboys always something man i'm telling people man i all you got to do in the morning time when you wake up after you thank the good lord or what have you brush your teeth and wash your face just go to Google and type in Dallas Cowboys News and just pick a topic. Right. <laughs> just pick right. a topic. <laughs> I, I literally saw uh, uh, this morning Jay Tuck name out there in the streets, <laughs> man. So so talk to me, man. What's happening, man? What's going on with that? Yeah, and I think that's something a lot of people don't understand about us and some of the others in this YouTube community. We are content creators. And so when people think it's dead time, our thought process, because we are such dying Cowboys fans, we can right. create a thought process. And so I was just having a conversation with people on Twitter like, I felt like the Cowboys last year, y'all, you know, we had a good roster. It was 12 and 5. It didn't end the way that we wanted the season to end. And I felt like my biggest frustration with this offense was that the Cowboys front office didn't build off of that. I felt mm -hmm. like they kind of disrupted some of the flow and some of the continuity that we had and kind of blew up the roster and we kind of rebuilding with some question marks. So just having a general conversation with my Cowboys family. Well, my guy Tom from Blogging with the Boys took that, ran a whole article about it. So it's been a hot topic conversation we'll be definitely going to talk about. But I just feel like the Cowboys didn't do enough to build off the last year. We kind of reset and we got a lot of question marks going into this offseason. So, so, so just off of that alone. Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know. Hey, that's, that's, that's something we don't know. So right. we can beat on our chest all day and spit things out to the public about, man, Amari Cooper go. And, and shout out to Boss Cowboy when he said this on his show a couple of weeks ago. He was like, shoot, low-key dead Amari Cooper's contract. It looking sweet right about now. Real He's sweet, right on yeah. the money on it with that. What your people says, uh, Mr. Rome? Yeah, man. Look, look. The way you, I don't know if y'all y'all was tapped in with um 
my video did yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was just me. Basically, I get this all the time. I get that you 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 overly optimistic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You always seeing the glass half full. You know, mm-hmm. and I just look at it like this: it's the off season, right? I am not going to write the team off immediately unless it's something catastrophic that that didn't happen. Right. Like, I don't even want to speak into existence. I'm just saying, like, when when when, when like top players go down and you like, all right, mm-hmm. I really got to shift my thinking. You know, it's just week to week at this point. I'm not yeah. coming out here and saying that you know the 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 the, the Super Bowl thing and nothing like that. I'm not that type of optimistic fan. I'm just a every week I see a way for my team to win. You know, yeah. we're building an off season. We got a lot of young talent, and it's a lot of like you just play. It's a lot of unknown. Right? <laughs> Is it known? No, no, no. no. That's, that's, really, that's really what I got to lean on. I got to lean on the fact that we're young and hungry, and that I can see the upside in a lot of players. Mm-hmm. I can see if I was out here trying to say, you know what, Matt Walesko is about to turn into Tyron Smith. I can see it happening. Oh, so I'm not right. that. Oh. I'm not <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? I can see how um, Neville Gallimore could turn into a legitimate D tackle if things go the way it's supposed to. I can see no. Osa taking that step because Osa flashed a bunch last year. I don't feel like I'm tripping when I say that, even though fans no. jump down my back no. about it. No. You know what I'm saying? I can see if Zeke stays healthy, how he could have even had an even better year last year. Mm-hmm. And I can point to something that was the line of demarcation. Like, that's when it went down. I can mm-hmm. look at that season and say, when that category hit, his play went off the rush. Yep. I'm not going to choose the ignore. Me and Tuck were talking about that earlier. Right. I'm not going to choose to ignore obvious things just to bolster my negative point. I.e., right. Dak Prescott should have been celebrated last year for coming off of a career ending ankle injury yeah a shoulder injury in 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 training camp and he came out through for 37 touchdowns 4400 yards right and won 11 games if you want to get another game the the cooper rush my point is most if there was anybody else i said it earlier it was josh allen you all you would have heard was (laughs) did you see how he came back off that injury he a warrior (laughs) right Right. They didn't bring up his injury all year. And it's just yeah. like one of those things, like if you got a negative mindset, you'll find every avenue to look at the team as negative. Right. I just choose to look at it in the other light because I remember like a lot of people have revisionist history to last year. I was around last year since I do YouTube. I remember the buildup last year's season was the same as this one. Mm-hmm. It was, yo, our offense is great. But our defense is so terrible. We're not going to win that many games. I got to say eight. I got to say nine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like we could be pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't see Micah doing what Micah did quite yet. I ain't a prophet. I'm just saying I saw us playing a lot better because I had faith in Dan Quinn. Yeah. You know, and things like that. But it was just more so support in what could could be like could be a positive thing. And yeah, I ain't, I ain't well. I, I, my, yeah, my optimistic self, I did pick 12 wins. But I'm not saying it because I was just, when I look at the schedule, yeah. and I let y'all, y'all go, when I look at the schedule, when I break it down, I just, I, I look at it like logically, I can't, I couldn't see last year us losing eight, nine games. I couldn't see it. And mm. when I look at the schedule this year, I'm like, I don't see eight, nine quarterbacks just beating us down. I'm sorry. Not what our, our defense is actually legitimate now, even if we don't have all those turnovers. 
what eight quarterbacks or nine quarterbacks is just going to whoop up on us? Even with the offense, maybe, maybe taking a step back. So that's, that's just the way I look at things. I know people hate my optimism, but they're going to have to get over it. Man, they, they definitely going to have to get over it, man. What's yeah. your thoughts on everything, Jay Tuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I say nice stand, Tuck. Yeah, man, I'm dark as hell. Okay. Yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hella dark on this cam right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, when we go back to last year, um, like you mentioned, I think the reason that a lot of Cowboys fans, myself included, was optimistic is because we knew we were going to have Dak Prescott and we could always lean on the offense. Like, that was my thing. Like, hey, you give me Amari Cooper, Stephen Lamb, and Michael Gallup and Dak back, I'm taking us versus anybody. But I feel like right now it's kind of foreign territory where it's like offense kind of, I don't know what the where we're going with offensively with it. And so we're going to be leaning on the defense a little bit more. So my concern is, what is what if the offense isn't what we're accustomed to it being that means the defense has to step up even more now as long as Dak Prescott's out there y'all eight nine wins grant you know what I'm saying I'm just looking right. at the schedule from that standpoint but what I'm looking at is from being a serious Super Bowl contender and as of yeah. right now I feel like there's a lot of question marks y'all know I'm CeeDee Lamb's number one fan right you have CeeDee Lamb Michael Gallup's coming off the injury will he be the same how long is mm-hmm. going to take him to rev up you also yeah. have Jalen Tober, who I was high right. on the draft, but he's a rookie. James Washington on improvement because not only did we lose Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. people forget that we lost that utility knife and Cedric Wilson as well, who had a lot of continuity with Dak, was our punt return, that kind of guy that we can always lean on when things kind of hit the fan. And so right now, besides <clears throat> CD, I don't know about the wide receiver core. So when I'm trying to do these you know, breakdowns, it's like I, I don't know what James Washington can be. He can be right. that guy. Or he could be a complete bust, and then that's really where he's going to really put us. And then we look at the offensive line. I know we lost Connor Williams, which everyone's okay with. I'm okay with as well. But you got to think about Tyler Smith, though. I think he's going to be phenomenal. He's never played the position before. You know, and so it's going to take some growing pains. When you look at Terrence Steele, Terrence Steele had a decent season, but he didn't play a full season. That's so why I, I got Terrence, faith mm. Yeah, Terrence I, I only, yeah, Terrence only played a few games, and he had that insurance policy of Lyle Collins. So let's be honest. Last year, all we needed Terrence Steele was to be better than he was in 2020. Because when we found out Lyle got suspended, we were all kind of cold and like, all right, come on, I Terrence. Thought, I thought it was and, he, and he held it down. But now we got to see Terrence really being that guy. But now what really happens is we lose that flexibility of him being our swing tackle. We don't know who's our swing tackle right now right. Um, from, from Tyron Smith, who's already shown some kind of little nagging injuries in camp already. And so those question marks – it, it kind of wavers me a little bit compared to my confidence I had last year. So that's where I'm just kind of speaking from. Well, this all circle back to number four. And it, this, regardless, people will judge Dak Prescott on can he win not just in the regular season, but now in the postseason. Uh, it, it was given to Peyton Manning that he was the regular season hero. I heard the flack that they that he got when he got into the postseason. He faltered. Uh, so I'm going to ask you two that's here right now, that me, I'm the odd guy because I don't have the Dallas upside down hat. You know, <laughs> you know, I need to give me one of those, man. Yeah, man. Look, 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 no, 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 no. Y'all keep it. Y'all keep it. It looks good. It looks like we planned this. Like you put me in the middle with the band and you give you two those hats there. But this goes back to Rain Dakota Prescott. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see Dak Prescott as being 
the guy that can win us games in the postseason. And plus, I'm going to have this two-part question here. Are there nine other quarterbacks better than Dak Prescott to keep him up out of the top ten or what have you? Is he a top ten quarterback? That's yes to the first, and that's no to the second. There's no, there's not nine quarterbacks better than him. Right. And yes, he can win in the postseason. I've seen him perform excellent in the playoffs. Period. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, Yeah. he had. He's to to my count, he's had one horrible playoff game, and we just saw it. I know it's it. What is it? Um, recency bias. Right. But I watched him perform versus the Packers. I watched him win us the game versus Seattle. And I watched him perform versus the Rams. Everybody forget that. It's kind of hard to beat a team when they run for 200-some rushing yards. Right. It's just right. hard. <laughs> you know, right. it's hard. I watched him come out <laughs> that game, and he was firing. I mean, it's going to make me sad because, you know, one of them with Mark Cooper. But it's, it's – <laughs> 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 I try to, I try to open up wounds. I'm just saying I watched Dak. When he's given any type of an asset, he, he takes advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, that – Okay, a young Dak was struggling with Hearns. <laughs> right. you know, but when you give him a little bit of an asset, like Randall Cobb or something like that, I've watched him take advantage. You know, mm-hmm. so I have no doubt, like to Tuck's point about our, our new receivers, I would be more nervous if this was the second year Dak was a, a lot more unknowns. But what he has showed me in this six year going into year seven, that boy worked hard. Yeah, he worked. Yeah, right. He worked hard. And to hear the, 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 and I know you can't buy into every story, but to hear the, 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 the dialogue he's been having with, 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 um, Tober, you know, mm-hmm. and the, even before the draft. Yeah. Working yeah, on the, Yeah. Right. And when you hear Tober, when you hear Tober talk, man, it, it, it do make me smile. Like not to sound corny, yeah. but no, what no, he's talking good. about where you want, he's talking about spacing and, and, and where to come down in this route and not just, I'm, I'm, I'm more athletically talented than everybody on the field. Like he's talking nuance already, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this this young dude might be a little bit different, you know. When you right. watch his tape, and I, I know, I know, I'm getting into the tape game a little bit. Y'all don't laugh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but just watching when you watch um, some of the way he can change speeds when he runs routes, like veteran type route running. You look at him and you say, oh, he can really become a very valuable asset in year one just because of his work ethic. He says. He's been in the playbook heavy, you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about him as if he needs to be the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. He just needs to be our third-best receiver. You mm-hmm. know, I know um, James Washington hasn't been on the field, but I also heard that Dak has something to do with them going after him too. Yeah. Dak is looking for specific-type receivers. He was a Bolitnikoff Award winner coming out of college. Mm-hmm. He can definitely play the receiver position. It's just when you're playing on the latter years of Ben Roethlisberger, and you're playing with receivers. When you when you're when you're an okay quarterback, you find your favorite receiver and you lock onto him. Unfortunately, right. Mason Rudolph and they didn't have that connection with Washington, and I feel like his valuableness with that team kind of slipped. Yeah, advantage Cowboys because I think we get a decent receiver that because he don't got to. All, all, all James Washington has to do is be somewhat good as what we had with Cedric Wilson. He just got to be a good four. You know what I'm mm. saying? I know I'm. what you would say is, okay, so where, where does Gallup come in? 
And I feel yeah. like we're going to be missing Gallup, I'm going to say, top six games. That's the high end. If you want to be optimistic like me, you you go somewhere in the middle at like three or four. Yeah. But I don't think Gallup going to be gone most of the year. I'm really encouraged by seeing him. I thought I was going to see him in a walking boot. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know, to see him actually just moving a little bit. I'm like, okay, that it that would be July, August, September, October. That's another like four months. Mm. Can I see him see see us seeing Gallup in mid to late October? Can we sustain that long? That's a, and I know what we can sustain that long with. I can pass it to you, Law. Well, it's real simple. Well, 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 the thing is, the thing is with Gallup, I, I really want them to slowly bring him into the folds. I don't want them right. to rush him because the last thing I can see is Jarwin oh being God. rushed out there and then he hurt something else. So right. let's slowly right. move him into the mix. Now, right. quite possible week one, this is our lineup for wide receiver against the Buccaneers. C.D. Lamb, James Washington in the slot. And your other outside wide receiver, Jalen Tolbert, or C.D. Lamb, Jalen Tolbert in the slot, and T.J. Vasher. I want to know from you two. Not t- are you buying the T.J. Vasher as an outside wide receiver? I'm gonna throw that lob to Tuck. Like, go ahead, go catch it. Yeah, man. You kind of put me in a situation where I'm talking. Come about on, Troy Aikman. You Troy. You pick Troy Aikman. Come on. Talking about both my children, man. Because you know, Jalen Tobert was somebody. I I found Jalen Tobert way during the season, and when I found the kid, the one thing that stood out, I watched this film, of course, and I watched the interview because Jalen Tobert. I said this on Twitter. If he would have went to LSU. He wasn't falling to the Cowboys at the third round pick. So mm-hmm. he was getting offers to go to the transfer portal, but he said, no, I want to stay at a small school to prove that small school players can still play and kind of be that front runner for, you know, others behind him. So I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a leadership mentality. So I continue to dig in. TJ Vasher last year, man, I was I was talking about, you know, slapping pits <laughs> on the back of TJ Vasher's jersey <laughs> and trying to get my knockoff brand out there because I just love his huge catch radius and what he's able to bring. So, so he's a great value. He's a great yeah, value. Yeah, pits. Like, Law need to go get him some hard eight down there, man. Give him some barbecue, put some sides on him. You know what I'm saying? We can do something with TJ Vasher. Um, but I like TJ Vasher. Uh, he's still skinny. His route tree is very limited, but he has big, big playmaking ability. And where the Cowboys have lacked in so long, right, it's in the red zone. You know, the red's on the red zone. So you kind of have that player who can just go get it. Now, here's my question and my concern when it comes to the Cowboys wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. I saw someone mention that in the chat. We have a lot of wide receivers that are kind of built the same and do the same thing. Big and facts. that's my concern. When you look at Jalen Tolbert, he's kind of a C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup type bill. He kind of has James Gallup. Washington. It kind of has a Gallup. And so it's like they kind of do that same thing. Right. Versus I would like to add like some little flavor in there to kind of get that slot that can cut in and out, that underneath guy. So I think Jalen Tolbert can emerge to that. But coming out for that first game, if you give me Jalen Tolbert uh, and uh, and CeeDee Lamb and James Washington and maybe T.J. Vasher, though, I think the Cowboys are high on Noah Brown just for whatever reason. I just – for blocking the Billy Oswald with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it, but – it just isn't the same. You know, it doesn't give me the same confidence boost as I had last year when we went to Tampa and I had those weapons in Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper. So I think that's going to take some adjustment. But here's my confidence. You, you answer your original question, Law. 
yes, I'm a thousand percent confident in Dak Prescott being a, the quarterback that can win in the playoffs. And absolutely, I think he's a top 10. I think he's actually top six is where I have him as far as quarterbacks are concerned. But my concern yeah. with Dak this season is that I don't want Dak Prescott. I don't want him feeling like he has to take this team on his shoulders, his offense on the shoulders, if things kind of waver a little bit, because mm -hmm. I've seen that in some cases. You kind of go back to what happened in Kansas City. And also, if you look back what happened in Vegas and Thanksgiving, like he eventually figured it out. But I feel like sometimes he can start to put everything on his shoulders, which I don't want Dak to do. So I think that's going to be very important that he stays healthy one in, in um, during camp. So he can get every rep that he can with this wide receiver core, which he wanted to do last year before the shoulder injury. But I think once things kind of settle, yeah, Dak and his offense will be perfectly fine. I just don't think it's going to be as explosive as it was last year out the gate. So we're going to have to be patient. That's something I've been preaching on my channel, on Twitter. Be patient with this mm. team, y'all, because it's not going to be instant fireworks. If, if we come out and we throw 45 times again and have a fireworks game versus Tampa, I would be shocked to be honest with y'all. So I think no it's going to be a slow play. Hey, hey, before you uh, respond, uh, Mr. Rome, Coach Marv, you got you to gotta re-put your question down, man. I, I didn't get a chance to catch it. So re-place re, uh, your question so that these guys can answer. Coach Marv, being a, a pillar of the community, man, just been the uh, the chat yeah. hero and warrior out there, man, and uh, always bring us good insight. Appreciate so so, so pre prepare that question again, Coach Marv, and uh, – <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting on it, man. man. I know, that's I know, he's probably typing like this. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Bob, man. Um, well, while, while I'm searching for it, Mr. Wrong, man, talk to me, man. Talk to me, man. I got something for to, to, to piggyback off what Tuck said, right? He's talking about our offense taking a while to gel, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> finding this way in the aerial of department, you know, and I, I, I'm a fan of laws before, you know, I'm, I'm in the community too, when I ain't on the, you know, and <laughs> I already know what law preach. I know what my boy Tuck preach. I even know what my boy West Coast preach. Mm -hmm. We, we talking running the football. Oh yeah. That oh, first yeah. game, I'm going to throw it to the goat. <laughs> and I was in that first game, you want to get Tyler Smith comfortable? Want to get Zeke comfortable? That first game is not going to be the fireworks show because Tampa is dealing with what we dealing with. Remember, right? Mm -hmm. Godwin hurt. They got shuffling on their offensive line. They don't got Gronk. They don't got A B. So to find their way too. If I know mm -hmm. Tom Brady like anyone else knows, he he a strategist. They gonna try to run the ball too. Now, if you seen mm -hmm. playoff Lenny lately. He looking like me, and that ain't a compliment. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? I seen Leonard Fournette. He ain't looking like Zeke. I know everybody want to nah. hate on Zeke, nah. but because right. he because he's working out, when we used to hate on Zeke because he wasn't, and now we hating on him because he is, but that's another story for another day. My point is, I got the Cowboys, and I know it's a long shot because we know Kellen Moore is so, so what, somewhat stubborn. But if yeah. he's smart, we come out a lot more balanced. We come out to get – that's the best way to get a young offensive line comfortable. Get yeah. them, get them moving forward and not falling back on their heels. So we come out in that first game, and I, it's probably not going to be more running pass. But let's just say we come out that first game and it's 55, um, 45, or 60, 40, which is mm -hmm. excellent. If it's 60, 40, and we getting Tony Pollard the ball, and we being smart with the passing game and, like, using our weapons, because Tony Pollard is a weapon. And right. we're using Ezekiel Elliott. 
and we we just going out there and we we, we establishing our will. We letting Tyler Smith do it probably what he's best at right now. Go out there and maul somebody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, Terrence Still's best some of his best tape last year was actually coming off the ball right. physical. Right. Zach right. Hart. So we we use that. I'm telling you, that first game, it's not gonna be 35, 32. That first game, I can see if I got us winning, argue about that in the comments. I can see the game being 20 to 17, kind of like that Rams game from two years ago. I can see it be a low right. score game and being smart about your passing game. And then we'll let the chips fall where they may. But I don't think it's going to be no fireworks show on either side because AB and Gronk ain't walking through that door. But here's what I'll say about that. We'll know everything we need to know about the season that first game. Because if, like I said, I was there in Tampa last year. If we hand the ball to, to Zeke that first drive, he gets stopped for one yard. We do it again, two-yard gain, and then we go three and out. Kellen Moore going to abandon that run, yeah. and here we go. You know what I'm saying? So that's where, like, it, it really comes down to the scheme and the focus of this offense, like, to commit to the run game. I agree with you, Ron. Like, yeah. you have a young uh, guard or tackle, whatever Get you want to call him, and Tyler Smith – Keep him going forward. Let him get into a rhythm. You not want a rookie guard dropping back 45-plus time in pass pro because that's mm. going to be free lunch because they're going to send the house because they're going to make the Let Cowboys prove they can beat them with someone else besides CeeDee Lamb initially. So, yeah, yeah. run the ball. No, up to, to, to Doug's point, I want to ask you, do you think – because running game, it seems like we, we game is an afterthought. We have great running backs. We right. have a good offensive line. And they're just like, well, just run the ball, figure it out. Do you think that Kellen Moore may have went to the drawing board, drawing board, and drawn up some actual good run schemes, and not just because it seems like the, the the passing game is schemed out, then the run game be like, hey man, right. run behind Zach. It, but but here here's the thing: you got to be stubborn. You got to have that mentality to say, man, I got two yards. Mm-hmm. Let me let it me. It seemed like again. we did last year for like ten minutes. I swear, earlier this season, they did it. Week two, they did it. Week two, yeah, you right yeah. on the money. Week yeah. two, because yeah. we gave them so much heat. Right. We gave them so much heat because we were averaging six and a half yards per carry on right. the edge against the Buccaneers. And what we did was we played into their hand, and it was on the road. Two things travel, defense and that running game. You got to stay stubborn enough to say, hey, I'm going to get this. And right. four times three is first down. So you right. got to make sure to say to yourself, even I'm getting these four yards. And I think that Ezekiel Elliott, he averaged four and a half yards per tote last yeah. season collectively. And our boy Tony Pay averaged 5.5, which put him pretty much first place in the National Football League for the majority of it. I think he finished second. So the Cowboys – when they playing that cover four quarters defense or two high shells, that's when you say Jake Ferguson, Dalton right. Schultz, hey, this Ooh, is going to be a don't, football don't game. <laughs> this be a football. Hey, 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 I already know. Look, 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 Tuck, Tuck, you play linebacker, right? Yeah. Yeah. At some point, when you say they passing all day, if they, if y'all, can, you can say shoot, coach, you can get, you can. I ain't saying that you asked to be out of the game, but you like, well, shoot, it's light body, like, you know. I don't like yeah, banging with a tackle and banging with a tight end chipping off and it's just too yeah. much, you know. So yeah. I like the cute yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. especially with twelve, yeah. you know, you yeah. sitting there like, come on, man. I agree. Run the I ball. Agree. Twelve formation gonna be critical. It's chess. You run the ball. You come out. You establish. You not only establish stuff, run game. You establish your line. You also keep your defense fresh. 
Yeah. Because their first six weeks, let's, like I said, let's just say hypothetically that's Gallup's time before we feel like we can start opening up the, the, the passing game. You know, yeah. when they're trying to bracket CD and force it and you got to go somewhere else with it, Dak, what's the best way to open up the passing game? You got to come on down to this box because right. we're going to run you over. He'll right. run you over. And yeah. I, I don't know why this should be feel like if McCarthy, look, McCarthy know this year might be it no matter what. So I would be like, look, Kellen, I'm going to let you rock. But if you act stupid, I'm going to start calling. What do you got to lose? He's going to get fired. Ain't yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's my concern in part is I just don't, when you ask about creativity in the run game, I just don't think that's in Mike McCarthy's DNA. But also, I don't think it's in Kellen right. Moore's DNA. So yeah. it's just like, you know, because like the thought process with me, like I said, I told my, my, my viewers, I am not making another video about how to use Tony Pollard and Zeke at the same time on the field. We made too many videos. Let's use the two from last year, right? But I just feel like they just need to be more creative and they can actually have Tony Pollard and Zeke on the back in the backfield at the same time. Because technically in 11 formation, you can use Tony Pollard as a wide receiver or you can put him in motion. So there's so many ways you can get creative with the both of them out there and create a dual threat. And I've mm -hmm. always said I like to see Tony Pollard's kind of your opener and Zeke be your closer, your wild thing. That fourth quarter, yeah. we should all play wild thing at the stadium. Here comes Zeke out. Close the oh, game. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You saying Zeke the closer? Zeke's the closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, yeah, now, I, now, I, now, yeah. now, do you think now? Now we know. Look, I, I love my guy Zeke, man. I, I hear. You, you think he's willing to do that? Basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he gonna get some reps throughout the game, but I mean, like when it's really fourth quarter time and we up, like that's when we really run the ball. Cause that's where when Zeke gets. Wait a minute, did, who, did he do that with Carlos Hyde? God, I thought you watched Ohio State, huh? Uh, I'm trying to remember, trying to think back for him. Crazy, they've been in the, in the league seven years. Yeah, he they, might. They you might be on to something. Zeke they might still, do they that. a little bit, but that's that's Zeke's strongest point. When the defense Man, is down, get... you hit him on the edges, you hit him in, you know, in the screen game with Tony Pollard, and here you are up in the third, late fourth, you just run that rock with Zeke right behind Tyler Smith oh and Ty Smith with them, them big horses and get up out there with a victory. Like, that's just it, – it's not going to be cute. It might not be a 40 yeah, burger. It's I'm a lot cool, of pride, cool. though, man. It's yeah. a pride because cause you you're saying basically he's a backup. But you know how they, you know, you know, you know how football is. Whoever hey, opened up hey, the snaps, hey, snaps. You can, be, you can be a backup, you know what I'm saying? But he's still getting starting money. So how about you know, I'm sure he's gonna be cool with it. But it's like, yeah, I think that they have to start using both of them because it's it's just the way that I think the Cowboys are structured. You have to utilize Tony Paul. You gotta give him more touches, whether it's gonna be runs, screens. Mm. Play a wide receiver, you gotta have the ball in that player's caliber's hand, but you also can't, you know, fully neglect Zeke. So I feel it's a way you can use both of them. What's the magic number, fellas? It, it's it's twenty five for me, and I don't care how they slice it. Just get, it, it could be five totes, but you got to get to I five totes, one twenty for the other. It's twenty five. That's the magical number. For me. How many offensive plays are going to run? Yeah. 70? Uh, six, 60, 65, probably, give right. or take. 65. So, Dak, though, for 32, 33, because I'm cool with that number. He's going to be right yeah. over 30, right? Mm. You give Zeke 16 carries, and you got to get – you get Tony – you give Zeke 16 to 17 carries, right? Carries. Mm -hmm. Tony Potter got to get 10 touches a game. Right. Touch it, just, touch just, it. Just, touch no matter it. how you just, just touch screen, it. You know? Screen, screen. Even if, if it's seven carries, because you know he will make seven carries count, and you got to give him three three passes at least 
that helped Dak out. You talking right. about a, a shifty slot? Hey, one thing I can tell you, what I don't want Dak to do is throw that ball anywhere between 28, 30, 40 times. I don't want to see him do that. Yeah, and no knock at him. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I feel like the Cowboys just need to find an identity. Like, that, that's my, my biggest frustration from last year. If you want to be this high-power, high-octane passing team, well, then load the clip and go all in on your passing game. But it's like yeah. they want to be a passing team, but then sometimes they kind of – and, like, when things really waver, that's what San Francisco was able to do. When mm -hmm. things kind of hit the fan, they know the identity. All right, we're going to get back to this run game. We're going to get the ball in Debo Samuel's hand. We're going to get back to who we are. Yeah. I don't know – who the Cowboys' identity is offensively. I don't know. Like, do y'all know? Not at all. Look mm. at all the offenses that – the legitimately good passing offenses, they have good running games. It's not that they're running with the identity of running like right. Titans. It's just like Patrick Mahomes. When he got off kilter last year a little bit, they started mm. running the ball. Now, they, it's, a, it's a hodgepodge of running backs usually, yeah. but it don't matter. Yeah. Look at um, um, Aaron Rodgers and them. Aaron Rodgers gets a whole bunch of credit, but Dylan – and the other dude, um, I forgot his name, um, Jones, they be mm -hmm. toting that rock in Green Bay. They right. just don't they don't highlight it because they're gonna put Aaron Rodgers in the front of everything. Even the Rams. Yeah. Look, Sean McVay ain't gonna do nothing. He's gonna run that football. That's why when Cam Akers came back, right. You know what I'm saying? But everybody talk about Matthew Stafford, but on the low, at the end of the game, you'd be like, the Rams ran for 110. Yeah, right. they running yeah. the ball. <laughs> they, they run it. it, it it's really running the football. I, I would look back at uh, Pat Mahomes' first Super Bowl. Uh, right. It was the running back, Williams, that did everything. Right. And then the very next year, what they do, they drafted another running back from LSU. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's always a football game of running the rock. Right. But the illusion is, hey, I'm passing. Joe Mixon was no one to sneeze at last year. What? By right. the way, right? You're right. A beast. Yeah. Right. Balance right. is the key. That's what somebody said over here. Yeah, but yeah, uh, balance. That's what like, yeah. Right. I don't want to see. I want Dak to have his moments because I got faith in him. But right. I don't want to see him dropping back forty-five times. That no one really wins like that in the league. I can't point to one person that's just throwing a ball. Mm. 40 to 50 times. It's exciting. Like I said, Kevin, we was on the edge of our seats in that Tampa game, but it's like, yeah, I agree with you, man. Like, you can't win consistently having your quarterback just drop back in the toss 45 times. I don't care who your quarterback is. Like, even here in Kansas City, they are trying to get away from that with Pat Mahomes because eventually things are going to crack. So it's all about balance. But, yeah. What, 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 since you're in Kansas, man, what happened to Pat Mahomes in that uh, second half against Cincinnati? Why nobody talk about him getting shut down? Out hey, there? Man, yeah. when, when, you, when you don't play for the star, man, you get passes for everything, man. So it's just like. <laughs> I never heard about it. Not once. They yeah, 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 once not, not, a, not a peep. Not a peep. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I used to feel like a lot of people here in Kansas City are kind of blaming Eric Bieniemy versus Pat. Uh, I guess there was a rift between the two on the sidelines or whatever, but I just felt oh. like they, they crumbled. And it was, you know, it was the um, the Bengals' day, and the Bengals kind of had their number. Now, I know that the Chiefs are going to be foaming at the mouth for blood this season when they run it back. Um, but it's going to be interesting because, like I said, when it comes to Dak, Aaron Rodgers, and also Pat Mahomes, like, they're going to have some pressure on them to make sure that the quarterbacks kind of stay the focal point as far as the, the market's concerned, because if they sit back, let's say Pat Mahomes struggles without Tyreek Hill, 
Aaron Rodgers struggles a little bit without Adams and, and Dak struggles a little bit, these wide receivers are going to sit back and say, oh, we're more valuable than what y'all been saying we are. Yeah, you yeah, know, that, like, yeah that's yeah. what the key is right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting to see because that's the that's the huge question mark. We are all fans of Sky Moore. We did, you know, uh, you know, high mocks on him in the draft, but is he Tyreek Hill? We'll nah, see. And so, you know, how know. is that really going to change where people are going to sit back and play the Chiefs and be like, all right, we're going to take Travis Kelsey away. You don't have to beat us with Juju Smith-Schuster in this rookie <laughs> and see where, you see how good you really are. And so it's a lot of question marks. Speaking of those receivers, let's look back to our, our, our um, number one, 88. If you think that our, our front office ain't showed you nothing, they showed you that they petty. They will it. They, they'll throw – they don't care about winning and when it comes to being petty. Obviously, you see where Amari Cooper playing. If you right. think that they ain't got a mandate to Kellen Moore, I don't care what you do. I bet mm. you CeeDee Lamb better get that ball because I'm not going to look wrong. CeeDee mm. Lamb about to get so many targets because just out of sheer pettiness, they're going to make sure he <laughs> get the ball because they're not going to look wrong. Right. They refuse to let if – if, if Amari Cooper came out firing, let's just say – I ain't going to bring up the, the, the Watson thing. That's a whole other story. But right, right, if Amari right. Cooper came out firing and he's getting 100 yards there, 100 yards there, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to throw the whole scheme to the wind. And they're right. going to be forced to the because Jerry and Steven, are, if they, they not nothing, they petty. They right. just let Amari Cooper go for a fifth-round pick because they petty. Oh, right. I mean, so you, you right on the man. Right now, they're going to force C.D. Land to be a star because they don't want to look wrong. I, I can actually see that, you know, uh, and, and that is not – Yeah, that's not even a – not even know what it owes. <laughs> but uh, but here's Coach Marv. Now, this is a brilliant point by Coach Marv. He says, would we have all of these questions, the many questions that we have about this current team and roster if we had McVay, Kyle Shanahan, or Bill Belichick? Would we be still talking about this and that? No, not at all. About what they can do with this young talent. <laughs> hey, yeah. to, to that degree, to that degree, there was a Super Bowl or such or two in there, even in the Romo era. And I'm not just bringing up Romo for the sake of bringing up Romo, oh, but it goes back to like coaching. Come on, like let's be real. Right. If you put right. a different coach, and there's no shade or salt thrown at good old Jason Garrett. And I just look at this team. This is this is this is how this goes. As above, so below. When you have chaos above, hear me out, everybody. Write that down. As above, so below. When you have chaos upstairs, when the Thank people are, are, are fighting over the things that we don't see, but it's there, it's tangible for, for them and intangible for us, it trickles down and it permeates through the locker room because I'm quite sure that Kellen Moore wasn't really – for Mike McCarthy. None of those the guys in the past speak for each other. So now as above, so below. Hey, and, hey, and, hey, I, and I said that on and I said that on Twitter. Like Cowboys fans will spend so much time focusing on Dak versus Romo, Dak versus Romo, the players, but not realizing the system that's been around both of them in the front office. If you take Tony Romo, like I said, send him with uh, with, with Sean Payton to the Saints, <sighs> his win trajectory, his career is completely different than what it is, is here in Dallas. Like yeah. you even look at Mike McCarthy and like me and Mike, we've gone back and forth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like from the standpoint, like the things that you hear him say. Right, 
Dan Quinn, he had to have a conversation and say, hey, man, if you want me to leave, then I'll leave and make things easier for you. Like, what coach should have to have that conversation with a coach on his staff that he brought right. in that, hey, you might have to leave for the sake of my hey, job? Hey, can you say that again? Because, God, dog, yeah, boy, you yeah, bring like, it up. Say that one more time, yeah, man. man. Like, he put what, you on the what, big screen. What, what, what coach should have to go through a situation where a coach that he brought in to fix this defense, now he's yeah. competing back and forth where that coach is feeling like he has to take another job just for the sake of you to be able to do your job and so you know i feel like it's a given a, a curse when it comes to mike mccarthy because my biggest knock with mike mccarthy y'all is like all right mike mccarthy is known as an offensive coordinator guy he's a quarterback guru well if you're not working close with Dak prescott right you're not, you're not hands on the offense mm. just like on office space what is it that you say you do if you want to say okay i'm the motivator motivator of men well, the team said they was nervous before the playoff game. So you failed there. So it's like, all right, Mike McCarthy, I really need to see this season. Where does your value really come into play? Because right oh, now, oh, 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 I, I need to ask you this because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, man. At first, I didn't want Big Mike, right? Yeah. But I said, man, a couple of weeks ago, and some people still ragging me for it. I said, I'm feeling Mike now, man. I, I, that's my dude now, man. Especially back-to-back season, getting right. fined or what have you. Got to find $100,000 for being too physical. Look, right. I, I, I'm team Mike right now, man. So what's your thoughts? You you, you froggy on Mike? Man, man, so I wanted Mike. I sent the tweet out like, hey, Mike McCarthy would be a great hire. First season in 2020. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like he would because out, like out of the that. names out there, people were talking about Urban Meyer, you right, know what I'm right. saying, and Lincoln Riley. I was like, nah, I would take Mike McCarthy over those two. Um, but you know, the, the initial reaction, the clock management, the going for it on fourth downs in bad situations, I just wasn't for it. But then it kind of grew on me. Okay, well, that's our expectations. We're gonna be a lot aggressive. Mm-hmm. This past season, I realized, all right, he's not as bad as some people may say because like you said he's dealing with so many different factors right like i said when it comes to mike mccarthy i feel like he would be the the best coach for the dallas cowboys if those guys upstairs was not in the way because i feel like he wants to change the culture he wants to be more tough he wants to be more close to the chest more blue collar but no it's like if your boss if you if right now you guys have a job Mm -hmm. and your boss says you know what i'm gonna sit on your phone calls you can't say no. It's the same thing with Mike McCarthy. When they say, you know what, we're going to sit on your press conference, he can't say no. So he's sitting up there like a bump on a log while Steven and Jerry get this whole circus and show the draft board and all this, this stuff, but he really ain't for. So it's kind of hard to really judge Mike McCarthy in this circus situation. So I feel like ultimately he's a good coach, but he might not be the coach for Dallas. Law, you got to play the conspiracy music again. He <laughs> put you for the open up over here, man. Nah, listen, I'm tuck, tuck, tuck was preaching because it, it, you, you talked about Garrett. I ain't talking about, I ain't gonna go back past Garrett. Okay. Garrett and Mike might have been able to do more if it wasn't for, like you said, you said so above, so below. How, how'd, you, how'd you say it? Yeah, as above, so below. I'm telling you, if, 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 if they could just do their job, right we might see different results. It, it's sad because I know Mike tired of people saying you incompetent. He like, I can't really do nothing. Right. You're talking about a coach that has to somehow win without using your full assets as a football team. Right. Hey, go mm-hmm. ahead and produce, but you don't even get free agents. <laughs> What'd you say? Right. Like, right. Man, as above, like, so right. below. Yeah, like, it's like it's, he got, he got, he got, he got two. He got two to play with. <laughs> 
two free agents this all season. Yeah, we, and set this man up for failure, man. Right. You got two of the possible because we might we might still be doing. Hey, 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 like you said, Jay Tucker, you reminded me, man. I didn't even know, man. I forgot all about it. Hey, man, if you want me to leave, I, I you know what, I would leave. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what's going. Do, he had, he had, whoop, he had to hear <laughs> something that was going on. A conversation in passing, and he like, oh, oh, right. that's how that's how the front off. You know what, Mike? If you want me to leave, man, dog, you know what? I I, I go take this job elsewhere right. because they knocking at the door. You want me to go, right? Jay Tuck, you want me to go, man? Right. Our our, our new defensive coordinator has came yeah. in and saved our defense, and that all the defensive <laughs> players love. He might have to leave just for the sake of the saving the head. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Hey, you hey, Rome, yeah. Rome, you want me to go, man? You yeah. want me to go because yeah. I I can leave. So you can continue to elevate because low-key, I heard what he said. He right. want me to be in charge, man. And I know that make you feel some kind of way. You want me to go? You want me to go, man? After he's went 12-5 and five and won the division with the first year under your quarterback, hey, man. It's, it's, they cut off their nose despite their face because why, <sighs> why would Quinn really want this job if he's watching? He getting to watch the, the sausages get made. Paul. Right. And why would – why would um? Why would John Payton want as much as he cool with the Joneses? You know, he, he like because look, uh, Mike McCarthy said him and Sean Payton got a relationship. Yeah, right. you think Mike? Hey man, if you can't get that good TV money, you don't want none of this. Like, right. don't even come over here. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of sad because it's like we like I said, I, I brought the free agency thing. It's like going right, into the right. game. You know, we were talking about running the ball. Hey, all you could do is run the ball today. Whether yeah. we need to pass, like we, we do not pass. Like mm. our organization refuses to do certain things to win because we got a stubborn front office, right? That uh oh, their... what remember we had that text conversation about um the musical chairs we did in the Raiders game, was it the right? Raiders yeah, game? yeah, they're with the offensive line. You think that was yeah. coming from the yeah. coaches, right? That wasn't yeah. filming right. them. I'll put a situation out there, right? <laughs> so let's say, for instance, Mike McCarthy says, you know what? We want to move on from Tristan Hill. And the front <laughs> office and Stephen Jones comes down and says, nah, bro, we want that comp pick. Who wins that conversation? Oh. All day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, so, that's, yeah. so that's the problem. You know, like everyone yeah, wants Sean Payton. Home. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go we'll home. Say, look, we'll send <laughs> you home before we give up that comp pick, bro. So, that, so that's yeah. the thing. It's like Mike can't fully cook with the front office and like people want Sean mm. Payton. Like we saw what Sean Payton did to the saints cap before he did. You know oh my God. He wants to spend burn. money, blow money and whatever. <laughs> will he be I'll able to have that freedom in Dallas? I don't think he will. So why so would you want this job? Go all in. It's, it's, I'll see to Tuck's point. Uh -oh. We can't just be for two, three years, right? And if it don't <laughs> work out, we can just look forward to that, that top pick. Right. Only time we get a top pick is somebody got to break their leg in half. Like, oh god, right. Here we go. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Tony got hurt. We got we got lucky with, with Zeke and stuff like that. If somebody don't mm. get hurt, we don't get top picks. Other than that, it's just we cool with even kill. Let me ask you this, Law, and everybody in the chat. Do you think the Cowboys made moves this offseason that they're going all in on winning the Super Bowl? Oh my god. You wanna go first, Rome? Or let the chat go? Or what you what you want? You want uh, every, everybody in the chat, let me know. Cause maybe because people say tuck tripping. You know what I'm saying? Not to win the division, no. not to maybe get a cool no. little division, you know, to win the Super Bowl. Do you think that that, that was the mentality that Cowboys win in this offseason? I, I, got, I, got, I got two ways for it, since I'm, I'm going to be uh, bipartisan with this. I'm two ways. 
it's just luck. They living off luck. It, I know football mm. is a big game. It's luck or hope, one or the other. That's it. Right. We got a lot of potential, and and they're just hoping that we luck into. Oh, right. oh, this is really team. Right. But to your point, no, they not. Uh, what does they say? They, they, what is that that phrase? Luck is only when preparation meets. What is it? What is it? Y'all, yeah, y'all know that phrase? yeah, luck is when preparation yeah, meets opportunity. Yeah, right. Yeah, but we yeah. doing we 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 we, we leaning on the luck, and we ain't mm-hmm. doing nothing with the preparation. As far as right. let me put the <laughs> best, we ain't putting the best possible assets around this team. Like right, right. We know right. that Anthony Barr would make this team better. I ain't even saying he the best right. linebacker, but. If, we know that small stuff like that are bringing in a, a veteran D tackle or a legitimate swing tackle. We know, or you know what? Let's get a veteran receiver real quick. My gallops out. So totally don't have all this pressure. We know how this works. I ain't even no expert, but right. the team's like, nah, let's just hope that every young player turn out. Every, all of them. And, and here is what happens, right? Because we know how they work, right? Let's, let's say we start off 0-3. Oh, the Cowboys are making a move to bring in Will Fuller. And then you go sit back like, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how they did with Amari Cooper. Like they sat back. They thought they were perfectly fine. Then it broke. And it's like, all right, now we have to fix it. And you pretty much had to overcompensate to, to fix it. So it's like, that's you, you, you know, I got my button ready. Simply yeah. because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. So <laughs> it fits right in. It fits right in because we don't know the evidence that doesn't exist. Here's the thing. We were 12 and five last year, not five and 12. So nine right. times out of 10, when you have a good record, you don't have to replenish as much. Now, before y'all pull out the butter knives to shank me, hear me out. <laughs> put, it like, put the knife down now. Put it down. You know, here's the thing. The Dallas Cowboys live in this realm of what you just said, Jay Tuck. When it's crash and burn time, then they will try to figure out ways to put out the fire. Then they will say, okay, let's go get an Amari Cooper. Oh, we're doing all that we can. Uh, If this team look at this situation and say to themselves they were one or two players away, they should have went with it. But what they did simply – is they really believe in their philosophy and they looked at it that they are 12 and 5 and they looking at us as idiots and saying, man, we truly believe in the draft. We got the best run blocking uh, a guard. Now he's going to be switched to guard out of Tyler Smith, right? Nobody blocked better than him in this particular draft, right? He had the highest grade. Oh, excuse me. They went and got the guy with the second most sacks. In the nat in the uh, college uh, league or what have you, or, or collegiate uh, league or what have you, and his name is Sam Williams. They truly believe in Sam Williams, and it won't be hard for them to sell that, just like they sold Jalen Tobert on us. So mm-hmm. those yeah. three elements right there, they really high on it, and they gotta wait. They gotta wait until training camp hit, and if those guys don't pan out, then they will pick up the phone and start calling one of these guys. That's, right. Look, that's my thing though. Why you can't do both? Right. They don't oh, like, do that. They don't operate out there. Oh, yeet, with little faith. What Morpheus said? What Morpheus? Is that it really air you're breathing? <laughs> yeah, man. I can have faith in all the rookies. And right. be like, this should be teammate, Anthony. And this yeah. <laughs> like, right. You can have faith in, you know, you can, you can have supreme faith in Tober and be like, hey, Fuller's our deep threat. Deep threat. We need a little yeah. bit of that around here. And that's right. fine, Tobert. You don't have to come out and think you got to go for a G. 
You can right. matriculate. You're young. It's fine. Nah, Dallas is like, and it's not that I don't have faith in Tobert, but there's a lot of pressure bus pipes. And right. y'all, y'all, you don't want everybody in the locker room like, hey man, this whole team gotta gotta work. Right. Yeah. And, and and I said I'm this last year, man. I felt I felt like last year was one of the worst things that could happen to the Dallas Cowboys because it worked. Right, they was right. able to get a J. Ron Curse and find that gym. They was able to get a Malik Hooker and a Demonte KZ and Keanu. So it kind of worked last year. So they, oh, we can do it again. You know, we can replenish <laughs> it. Get you know, bring in a Dante Fowler and that can replace him with Rand, you know, Randy Gregory and get these draft picks. But like, think about it. If D. Law doesn't get hurt, Neville Gallimore doesn't get hurt. Micah Parsons is pretty much the only starter from last year's class. Mm-hmm. Kelvin Joseph, he wouldn't have started. Osa would have just been in kind of the rotation. You probably would have never seen from Chauncey Golston. You never saw from Simi. So this myth that the Cowboys draft well, that these we get this, this classic and come in, this impact things out the gate, that's not the case. Last year was a no-brainer. If we would have closed our eyes and just press start and drafted Micah Parsons or Rashawn Slater, we would have had an all-pro something, right? Mm. But I feel like with the Cowboys right now, I'll be thinking about Slater sometimes, but I don't want to talk about it. You know, but we're at the point where, like you said, we're thinking that Jake Ferguson, like we need Jake Ferguson right. to be somebody, and right. he might not be ready. You might not. Hey, hey, and I want you guys don't sleep on Peyton Hendershot. Please don't yeah, sleep I don't on care him. Huh? Would you fit fit with him? Yeah, yeah. But let me ask y'all this though. Um who is the one guy that can be the difference maker for this Cowboys team in this free agency or trade right about now? The one guy that can, can change your mind. Trade, trade makes it vast. Vast. Trade make it vast because you can got you got one one trigger to pull for a trade right now. I don't think they would give up a trade. They're not gonna give up no draft kicks picks because they think that's gold. Right. right. That's only they only use draft picks in emergency purposes. They don't just trade to be smart about it. So that ain't happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, really so I mean, I mean, Trill just put it like I would. I would say like DK Metcalf. That would be the one. Like, all right, now, 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 now you see Tuck's chest post out a little bit. We get DK <laughs> Metcalf. You know, say like, all right, now we reload it. That would be one free agency. Like, I'm just not. Con- I'm just not sold on this linebacker core, y'all. Like, that's my biggest question mark defensively because you. you have. I call him Micah Parsons in there, right? Because LVE, granted, he held up last year. If he goes down, mm. you got Jabril Cox. You got Harper, baby. Harper. Harper. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Harper, you know what I'm saying? So Luke Gifford. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. The unknown. Yeah, yeah so more and more unknown. So I feel like our linebacker depth is kind of depleted. So I would bring in, um, you know, Anthony Barr as well. But I don't know what the holdup is. Um they, they don't like yeah, those yeah, three I'm interceptions and three sacks. Anthony Hitchens in there, I'm be tight. I'm telling you, I know what they like to do. Who you got, Mister Raw? Who you got, man? It, it would probably be Bart because I, I do feel like uh-huh. you. It's almost like you got to look at your your linebacker room as if Michael mm-hmm. Parsons don't exist because he's not mm-hmm. just a linebacker and he's not just a DN. Mm-hmm. He a little bit of everything. So you yeah. can't look at him as a legitimate part of that room because we can't have him doing chess linebacker thing. So mm-hmm. if you take him out right. the room, you're like, ooh, little LV. And I got faith in Jabril. I just got to see it. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I want to have 
Ooh, I didn't I know I could add videos in his thing, baby. Go ahead. The <laughs> thing I like about Anthony Barr is this. Mm. He can teach Micah some things because they have some similar, similar attributes to their game. You know, right. and that veteran in him, you know what I'm saying, he can tell him, yeah, man, this is what I've been doing because I've been doing it for a long time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Playing because he has some pass rush ability too. Not, right. I mean, he ain't you Micah, know. but I'm just saying. Veteran tidbits is, you know, the small things that can make people elevate to the next level, you know, and yeah. we know Michael like a sponge. So I don't know. I really don't quite know. It ain't a money thing. We usually talk mm-hmm. about that. We like, dang, or money type. It ain't that. I don't really know right. what their plan is. Cause right. if I hear, well, I ain't going to say it. If I can through the grapevine, if I keep hearing them saying that the money's earmarked for Micah and mm-hmm. earmarked for this person, I'm going to run my head through a brick wall. Cause that's such, right. it doesn't make sense. Right. The way Ooh. football works, you can't plan for something three years from now. Somebody right. can tear their whole knee up and not be here three years from now. So that mm, money right. that you hold on to, you know, oh well, it was for him. Now it was for it was for the next person three years from now. Like mm-hmm. it's stupid. And, and let's keep it a buck, y'all. Y'all think that okay, it's CD Lamb's negotiation time. It's Diggs. No, they just gonna just get their contracts done just like that. Y'all yeah. know the Cowboys like to play games. It's gonna be a whole <laughs> long drawn out process. You know, people are gonna be thinking, is Jalen Tobert better than CD Lamb? Can we, you know they gonna muddy it up? So it's like it ain't like they saving this money for. CD and, and Diggs next year. That's the big like, line. Yeah, right yeah that, that, that's the false narrative. So I think uh, my guy Dan Rupert wrote an uh, article on it. Like, yeah, we sit at the top right now in cap space and nothing's being done with it. And I think that's the frustration from Cowboys fans because I talked about Randy Gregory today and a lot of people get kind of upset when you mention his name. But yeah. we could have signed Randy Gregory and signed everybody that we signed thus far. And kept Amari Cooper and been perfectly yeah, fine. With that so, money we have, Tuck, we can have mm. all the players we let go still. We can, exactly. Wow, you ain't lying. And that's the frustration part. Now think about it. Okay, now Jalen Tober's really just replacing, you know, Cedric Wilson. But mm. next year he's going to be the the third guy, or the fourth. You know what I'm saying? That can kind of emerge. But now we need these rookies. Just like my guy, skeptical fan, just says we need the rookies to step up big. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know. It just it just is what it is, man. Yeah, you start thinking about the fact that we can still have Coop and Randy Gregory and the team it'd be, it'd be, and cap space would have been good. Yeah. Now, what you feel about Randy Gregory? Uh, as you know, injury situation. Yeah, I found out about that on happenstance. I didn't know he was hurt. But, yeah, I just found out about it today. Yeah, um, but I mean, I ain't look. I ain't everyone. I ain't that type of dude. He ain't no. with the Cowboys, but I ain't got time to like. I don't got time to be putting uh, that energy out there. I ain't hating no. on. Him. I hope we have right, a great, right, right. great um career in Denver. It ain't my problem. Unless if he was with a rival in our division, mm, then right. I'd be like, nah, I'll be right. But you you in, you in Denver. So unless you're in Denver, I ain't here to hate on Randy Gregory. Because it ain't mm. that deep. I, I think the way everything went down was messed up anyway. But, right. You know what I'm saying? As far as what Tuck was saying, bring it back to our team, I don't think there's another Randy Gregory on the team right now until someone shows it. Right. Mm. But, you know, me, if I can look at what some of the, the potential of some of the players – because they're different types. Like Sam Williams, even if he could turn into a great pass rusher, his his style of pass rush is different than Randy's. Right. He's just right. different. He's not bendy. He he right. more he well, they both got a, he, he's more just first step and yeah. speed around the corner and with like one or two counters. Right. You know, Randy really grew into a pass rusher. He had a little toolbox with him. You know, right. so we gonna have to see. Dante Fowler is the wild card because if his thing was more so lack of motivation for playing in Atlanta and the fact that he was hurt, 
Yeah. If he if he comes out uberly motivated, i.e. Uh, um, <laughs> was was my man that played for the Bears that we had, Robert Quinn. Quinn, yeah. I'm now, now Quinn is crazy because he's getting like 18 sacks right now, but that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I still don't know. That's yeah. about. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, motivation. People gotta act like that. Can't act like that's not a real thing. Yeah. Playing in Atlanta, feeling like you really not playing towards nothing, and you hurt. Your effort kind of like, hey, man, I'm just out here for this check, you know. But when right. you want a team where it's not that you can say we're a Super Bowl contender or not like that, it's just more so you know you're on the big stage. Fowler's like, look, mm-hmm. man, if I turn it up, I got another check coming my way. I've seen Quinn do it. I've seen Cobb do it. So all he got to do is turn up. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he like a, um, a contractor <laughs> in my line of work. Yeah, no and, doubt, I, and no I, was, I was trying to explain about Randy Gregory today on Twitter, you know, and everyone, you know, people, because Cowboys fans, we get, a, we get emotion when people leave. And the front office did it too as well, because people forget mm-hmm. they wanted to re-sign Randy Gregory. They botched yeah. that deal, and then it was like, oh, well, we got Doran Armstrong. He's better than you. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, all right, he, he, get, he can give five and a half, yeah, too. He can give you six. And, <laughs> and, and, and that's my thing where, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to explain, if it's going to take three to four edge rushers to equal Randy Gregory, then that shows the value of that man. You know Andy what I'm saying? Gregory. So a lot of people exactly. just look at the sack numbers, but they don't see the pressures, the hurries, the constant double team, like everything that Randy Gregory brought. So like Rome was saying, each individual, if you talk about Armstrong, Fowler, um, even um, Sam Williams, they all bring three different aspects of the game. But see, I'm not a fan of rotation because it allows them to kind of get out of a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? So if, if uh, Sam Williams is kind of that guy, like Sam Williams needs to be the guy because if you kind of have this rotation – we had it last year at the linebacker earlier on. They were they were trying to still work Jalen out, out there a little bit, and him and LVE were kind of split. Like, nah, bro, find out who's going to be your middle linebacker, and, and someone's and still going to get hurt and roll with it. So I feel like that's what they need to do when it comes to the opposite edge rusher. You think Sam Williams is going to be your guy? I think they're going well, well, to Well, let me tell you, let me tell you my bold prediction, though, right quick, uh, uh, before we kind of wrap everything up, uh, unless you guys want to continue to roll. My, good, my my bold <laughs> prediction is, is is that Sam is going to get twelve sacks. Not mm, the game. Ooh. My Don't bold prediction. Look 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 look. <laughs> you you might well whip out the Kool Aid, man. It missed the last time. You know. Hey, uh, what you drinking, Tuck? That look like. What you drinking? Water. I'm water. I'm water. I'm water. some Kool Aid time. Could. Hey man, I don't I don't know about twelve now. <laughs> I mean, I, I say he gonna get twelve. What? Watch this. Watch this. How, how I'm gonna Mike give you guys my other. I'm gonna give you. Mike Michael finna go crazy, man. Banana split crazy. Michael Lord. finna go, man. It missed the nasty kind. You supposed to be calming down. You get me revved up. No, I know yeah. we uh, we supposed to be calming it down. But I already said, look, thirteen hundred yards for C D Lamb, sixteen tubs. Oh, he's going for the. Oh, he's going. You better hope he don't. I'm going. I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. My follower count is going to be depleted. I'm fucking with Hey, no, no, I know. Look, look. I know you. 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 The voice of reason on on the show right now. What's your one player? Your one player with the wild prediction you got, and not Dak. No, you can't use Dak. Give me some other team. What you say? Give me a wild prediction about somebody's stats, Tuck. That's not Dak. I got I got Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's going to play thirteen hundred. Whoa! Now you gotta see our faces, Brazil. Yeah, I got I got I got thirteen hundred for Ezekiel. Over thirteen hundred. 
Yeah, man. Hey, man. did he it, sign it, it, that jersey that's behind you? It's a signed jersey. Did he got his signature? His yeah. mama's signature on that too. <laughs> he got the whole thing. And here's why I say that is because I feel like the Cowboys are going to have to lean on the run game early in the season. And I feel like Zeke, a lot of people kind of question him. I feel like coming into season last year, he was in great shape. You had the burst until the injury. So I feel like if you see Zeke coming in fully healthy, I think Zeke's going to, you know, with 17 games, I got him at 1,300 yards. 10 tubs, 10 touchdowns. Hey, 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 that's not crazy. About eight, eight or nine. It's only crazy because I want I want I want Pollard to get sub too. No, yeah. but look, look, look what Pollard gonna get? He got now, 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 here, now here's he what happens hurt. though with that. Now here here's the thing that might throw a wrench into it because they don't want to pay somebody or let someone go. And if they want to move on from Zeke, you can't move on from Zeke after thirteen hundred and, <laughs> and nine <laughs> touchdowns. And so if he emerges, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like. <laughs> It's so crazy because Zeke was so smart. Rocky Arsenal, man, so smart to put a no-trade clause in his contract. So even right. if he busts bust it wide open and not tell her, bring it back, <laughs> even if he do that, you can't do nothing. You got to sit right. there and say, uh, hey, we can renegotiate and spread it out, but you can't right. get rid of it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. I can see them using up both of them on some shrewd move and just moving on from both. Wait a minute! How can, you can't move on from Zeke. It'd be a hard cut. If well, he bring thirteen hundred yards, you're gonna be like, if, if he do thirteen hundred and Tony Pollard goes if he, crazy, if he don't renegotiate because Dak's contract next year is gonna be like we're talking about. If he don't renegotiate, they gonna cut him. I, I feel like this could be Zeke's last year, and I think he knows that, so I think he's going to turn up. So, 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 so to y'all two statement earlier talking about let him be the closer. He like, man, you know what? I got a word for y'all, man. He said <laughs> he got he he was saying this right now. You must be out of your goddamn mind. Cause ain't no way, ain't no way he gonna be sitting there saying, oh, you want you, you gonna put me on the back burner and then let me use me up to cut me? No. Yeah. I'm on what all is, of the is, touches. I'm, gre- he, I'm he, greedy. He, I'm greedy. I'm eating. He just a whole season on one leg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the number? Huh? Let's say he say, all right, I'll work with y'all next year. I'll renegotiate, but what's the number? I don't see like 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 to be honest, I it feel hard, you because <laughs> I, ain't no way in the world he get a third contract though. Come on. <laughs> You, who pay? Who paying that? Who paying that running back the third contract? Right, right, right now. If he come out rolling, you talking about he's because if you like, I ain't trying to. If you look at like historical wise, his pace. If he come out rolling this year, you talking about Zeke being a person that can be rolling towards something real good. You feel me? Mm. So if he come out rolling, the Cowboys they so tied into marketing. They might look at Zeke like I mean. It's good for business to keep Zeke around here because great assets and his star power, and then he has a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, look, we'll pay for that. We'll 
Uh, I done lost OJ oh, Tucker. Man. Okay. Right, man. Are you back, man? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys trying to get me out of here with that Zeke talk, man. Yo, yo, they got- <laughs> See the Illuminati. See, you done mess around. Look, you done had Jerry Wayne and things come over here. Get your damn act together. Yeah, yeah, I ain't paid no running back again, man. He said, yeah, give him a lot of years. <laughs> I'll put you on that side. I'll put you on that side of the room, then. That's the case, you know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! Nah, man. If, if Zeke roll, they might keep it. Look, you know the team. I hate to say it, but whenever you talk Cowboys, you got to think marketing. Mm-hmm. If you have a good year and a resurgence, they're gonna be looking at them dollar signs like we got to keep Zeke because he 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 jersey selling, right? So right, and, and, it, and it don't even got to make logical sense at that point. They about this, they about this yeah. over over um over winning. So if he he's, he, he either years, he's either gonna explode or he gonna get the Mari Cooper treatment. And he's gonna be frustrated and not getting no touches, and you know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be up either up here or down here. I don't think it's gonna be no in between with Why Zeke. Why do other teams gotta talk about this stuff? Why we gotta sit here and talk about right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, and I think that's the thing that some fans need to understand is like we follow this team so heavily, we kind of just know how they how they kind of no. move, like they uh... do funny stuff like that. We kind of look back and we'll see, man, Zeke can't get no touches. So so so, so Zeke, Zeke would be the new bad guy. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't it's, see nobody else. That could fit into that. Yeah. D Law, yeah. they done they done folded for D Law. D Law done got the, his money. He'll be the easiest for fans to turn on because fans are kind of already half and half with Zeke no. anyway. So he's no. overpaid. They're gonna try to do it to Dak. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know uh-huh. Dak gonna be like, let me go. That's cool. He'll land on his feet 10 minutes. <laughs> and Dak, yeah. Dak's smart too. He like, uh Zeke, uh, you got the no trade contract, no You're trade right. clause. Can't. Let me get like that this. in mind. Let me get that it'll in be mind. Something like this: Trey Lance won't work out, and Dak will become a free agent, and he'll become a 49er, and I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, 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 I know, I know it will work, and I'll be like, Ooh. Yeah, Zeke, Zeke messing around, go to the Chargers or something. Be, yeah, you know, like everybody weird. gonna go to where where it's gonna work, and then Steven <laughs> yeah. gonna be talking about well, we got our draft picks, and I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's man, this 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 was a blast of an episode, man. Uh, we're gonna try to look. You guys available next week around the same time? You know, let's do it. Let's do it. I am look, moving. If I'm moving though, to the left, I got boxes locked lined up. <laughs> Congratulations so, on the move, though. By the way, appreciate you. Man. How, how far I, how far off is it though? I'm about I say about ten miles from my house right now. Okay, but it's actually I'm going into new construction. This ain't this is this is somebody else's career. So, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the blessing. That's yeah, the blessing. That, that, nothing of- like new construction. So you can walk around, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and say, bit. I'm the first person to take a, you know, right here. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, it's a lot of work and a lot of a lot of craziness. But I ain't saying I'm not available. I'm just saying, shoot me off this. We're going to make it work. Because, you know, I, yeah. I, but now the background might be weird next week. Like, man, That's okay. Yeah, it, it, it'll be yeah, late. It'll be the same time, man. Week. <laughs> you got you guys gonna fill in for the final word, man, until the final word get back, man. If that's okay, yeah. they vacationing, man. <laughs> they vacation. They're like, "Law, you know, I'm tired, man. You know, we got to get some rest and relaxation." And I'm like, you know, no days off. <laughs> Shut- no. So I appreciate y'all, man, for jumping in. And we'll be li- we live on all platforms right now. We live on J Tuck channel and we live also on Mr. Rome channel. So can you guys still tell people where to find and follow your content? Whoever want to go first. 
Troy or Emmett. Yeah, you guys can find me on all. Emmy, go first. Hey, look, you know it's the playmaker. It's Aikman show. But um, Cowboys fan talk and Cowboys underscore fan talk on Twitter, where we argue all day. And look at Chuck. But um, I appreciate y'all, fellas. Man, had had a great time. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you guys can you guys can find me on all social media platforms, JTuck151, on my YouTube channel, CFO Sports. Um, we're getting the merch store back up and running. I know a lot of people are asking for that, so stay tuned for that. And you can also find me on W810 Radio, ESPN Kansas City, every Sunday morning with my guy Darren Smith, talking about all things sports. And we're also starting to live stream that to my channel as well. So, Oh, my, man. Hey, that, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing you're doing with the radio station. And once again, uh, Mr. Rome, Congratulations on the move. I went and got the uh, the pod moves. Those guys moved from Mississippi all the way to Texas. You ever heard of that mm-hmm. company? No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of load them up in the containers. And then they'll come get it. Yeah, them brothers were sweating like, hey, man, you going to throw some ice water or something? I was like, nah, man, you see how much that money I paid you? You better go right. to that oh, store. Nah. I went and gave you some ice water, man. <laughs> that, mover, that mover's money is different. Yeah. yeah money. Look. Hey, the amount of money I paid I, at the time, I had a I had little one. She still had the crib. I was like, you going to set it's, that crib up? They they said they said no. It's worth it, man. <laughs> and you know how them cribs, hey, Jay Tuck, you ever set yeah. them cribs up your knuckles and you try to get the little Allen wrench? <laughs> I said, man, you going to set that crib up? Hey. Hey, 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 nothing more frustrating, man, than trying to move with your wife, bro. That's you, you pit it the whole entire day, man. Lift, right. turn, like, nah, bro, call the movers. I'm gonna have me downstairs trying to get the dryer, and she up there. <laughs> nah, I'm lifted, I'm lifted. Look, 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 anybody can lift the dryer, it's that washer, man, that right. washing machine. You that little leg, and, and, and them stairs, those stairs, nah, man, nah, get the movers. Yeah, and, and never get back in the same. It's a big scratch down the left side of your dresser, like trying to do it yourself. So, nah, I'm going to have somebody come up here and get this stuff. Yeah, yeah, make sure they tape them drawers up too, man, your drawers, you know, tape, tape them up, you know. You got to put some tape around that thing and wrap it around. But, hey, y'all, hey, it was a blast. I appreciate those who subscribe. I thank those who donated. Shout out to Coach Mar for the $5 holler. Yeah, appreciate you. Uh, uh, he says, great. He said, Remember, fellas, how great is Zeke in a run-first offense, hurt leg, and still one of six backs of the uh, – yeah, because right. he was top seven in the National right. Football League last year. Right. Hey, man, he'll do gorilla crazy numbers over there in 49ers land, by the way. Oh, whoa, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa. Let's well, not put that into existence yet. Let's not put it in yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. It's my fault. I appreciate y'all. One love, Cowboy Nation, everybody and beyond. Uh, let me put the graphic up here, man, since I, I worked hard on uh, – uh, taking this graphic right here. here we go yeah man so there we got go. jay tuck <laughs> <laughs> michael Irvin, which is me and then we got rome it was emmett you know so yeah let's go appreciate y'all dc for life salute